Welcome to Unity of Tucson. When I started thinking about what I wanted to say today, I thought, well, we're not ever looking for anything out there to make us anything, and so our job is to be the maker. So today I decided to talk about being the maker, and I'm going to get to that. But what I would like us to do to begin is to consider this question in this moment. And this is a rhetorical question. I'm just going to invite us all to relax right where we are. And here's the question. Where are you right now? Where are you right now? Take the moment. This is a perfect opportunity to breathe into the experience of infinite freedom. Right now. This moment. One of the things that happens sometimes is we come to a spiritual path and we think that spiritual practice has to be hard. What you have just done, what you've just engaged in is a spiritual practice. The moment, taking the moment to quiet the mind and allow. And I love that question, where am I now? Where am I right in this moment? Is spiritual practice hard? Here's the question. Is spiritual practice hard <laughs> in the face of real life? Because I guarantee you, a lot of people are going to walk through these doors feeling really good today. Oh, it was such a great, I felt so good on Sunday, and I feel so relaxed and inspired. Well, hopefully inspired. Um, <laughs> I feel so relaxed, I feel so good, it feels so lovely, and oh, and then we go back out into real life, and we're faced with all the challenges, right? I would offer this. This is more real life than anything out there. Knowing who we are, is real life. Approaching the experience and expression of our place on this plane of action from that construct of love only is more real than anything that contradicts it out there. Are you looking for shortcuts? Here's the next question. Are you looking for shortcuts to enlightenment? They don't exist. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. They do exist. Shortcuts to enlightenment exist. Did you know that? But you have to understand something for the shortcut to enlightenment to be true in your life. You have to understand that time doesn't exist. <laughs> the experience of time can be fluid, but time fundamentally doesn't exist. It's a construct that, that arises in the mind to allow us the opportunity to experience. 
period. To just experience. Experience cannot be without the, without the expression of time. And so, if we understand that time doesn't exist, then there actually are shortcuts to enlightenment because we can decide, I am enlightened. <laughs> Do you believe that? What contradicts it in your mind? Check in. Is there a small voice at the back of your mind that is saying, that's not true? Ah, that's the belief. That's the actual belief that is at play. Remember I said earlier, check in with your beliefs. You may hear something you believe. You may hear something you don't believe. But check in with your beliefs because your beliefs are creating your experience. And so if the fundamental belief back here is, it takes hard work and time to reach enlightenment, then all I have to say to you is, yes, it does. (laughs) But if you make the decision right here and right now to allow yourself to be enlightened, then what more do you need? We experience time based on what is happening in our mind, right? Time, the, our mind, our brain, is this magnificent tool that taps into the infinite mind and allows us to experience this thing called time. So where are you right now in mind? Check in. Where are you right now? To awaken the world to its magnificence, which is our vision statement, a world awakened to its magnificence. To awaken the world to its magnificence, you know what? We must first be awake. We must decide to wake up. Awakening is the art of living. To approach every experience and expression of life awake is an art form. And I think that we should all dare to be artists more fully today than ever before. In the Buddhist teaching, there is a construct. To awaken is to bring the reality of the present moment to life. To be mindful and aware of the present moment. So each time I have asked you, where are you? What is the tendency in your mind? Is it to consider the past, consider the future, or to be fully present? Because in this moment, right here, right now, we are awake. There's a story that makes the rounds every once in a while on the internet, that great, great place for all knowledge. (laughs) And when this story comes about, I always look at it and I think, I have not found where this actually exists, but the sentiment of the story is good, so I'm going to use it. The story is this, a student asks the Buddha, are you the Messiah? The Buddha responds, no. The student scratches his head. Well, are you a healer? The Buddha responds, no. Okay, the student thinks, I know. Are you a teacher? Now, most, think, most people would say, oh, the Buddha's going to say yes, right? The Buddha says no. The student is just flummoxed. and says, well, what are you then? Buddha says, I am awake. 
I am awake. The only way to be awake is to be fully in the present. Being the makers of our lives begins with being awake. And so what is it to be truly awake? I've already given you part of that answer, to be present here and now in this moment. But what are we present to in this here and now moment? Well, that comes for me in the third of our three statements in our mission statement, which is remember who you are. Being awake in this moment and remembering who I am is being the maker of my life. We are that which is, each and every one of us. We are the infinite power and the infinite presence. We are, yes, I say it all the time, and if you're new to this community, you're probably going to go, oh, I don't believe that. Remember I said, check in with your beliefs. We are God. I firmly hold to this idea because that is what the great masters and the great mystics of the ages have all invited us to understand, that we are this power and presence of infinite creation because there can be nothing separate from the infinite. Jesus said, the Father and I are one on many occasions, and he was not talking only about himself. He was talking about every single one of us. We are the presence of God embodied, expressed right here and right now. Rumi said, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. When are we going to figure it out? And live from that point of view and stop considering ourselves as less than for those of us who still do that. <laughs> we can never, ever, 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 ever be separate from the infinite, although we can often think that we are separate from the infinite. It's real easy to consider ourselves as separate. Again, when we go out there. Because every time you come in here, I keep saying to you, you are magnificent. You are God. You are the wholeness that is expressing itself as you. I tell you that every single week. And you know what? I'm trying to find 52 new ways to say it every single year. <laughs> and it's not always that easy. So sometimes I need to take a vacation. <laughs> But it is all fundamentally rooted in the first principle of unity of our five principles that we share here. This is from unity.org. This is the first principle. God is everywhere and always present in every circumstance. The divine energy underlies and animates all of existence. God is everywhere and always present in every circumstance. This divine energy underlines underlies and animates all of existence. So my question for you to consider is this. Where are you in relationship to this? Because if God is everywhere and always present in every circumstance, how can we ever think we are separate from? We are not. The very name of this organization that has popped up around these ideas is unity, rooted in wholeness, the truth and understanding of who we are. God is animating all of existence because God is animating by means of all that is, including each and every one of us. Are you ready to be awakened to that in this present moment and let go of anything from the past or any consideration of the future that does not support that by just being here now? 
When we know that we are that thing, the thing itself, not something, it's not something that we are looking to achieve. When we know that we are that thing, all of life falls into place magnificently, beautifully, perfectly in order. We can't help but manifest magnificence. We can't help it. But boy, do we fight it a lot. We are not putting it out there, this idea that magnificence is something that we will achieve at some point someday. You know why we can't put it out there? Because as long as we put it out there, it will always be at arm's reach. We will never truly understand or achieve it. So we must exclaim for ourselves here and now and evermore, I am magnificent. I am the power. I am the light. I am God. <gasps> Ooh, make sure you say it in the company that will understand the point of view, though. <laughs> I know that I can say that in this room, right? <laughs> Has anyone ever tried that at a dinner party? <laughs> Be prepared for a very lively discussion to follow if you ever do that. But you don't need to exclaim it out there if you are living from that point of view right here. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. You are the creator of your life, so be the maker. Be the maker of peace. Be the maker of love. Be the maker of light right where you are. Being the maker of all we seek is the path. Love, faith, truth, Sight, I love that in the song, um, talking about sight, allowing ourselves to see. True peace, true peace. To be an instrument of peace means we might do well to slow down. Everybody's going to be delighted to hear me say that because I know I talk fast. we might do well to slow down. This is a great place to come and slow down. Throughout the week, um, I will sometimes come and sit just in here to allow myself the opportunity to slow down. Or I'll go walk the labyrinth to allow myself the opportunity to slow down. Because we can get really into that, oh, I've got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. We are in a world that is stuck in fast forward. Where is everybody trying to get to? And it's getting faster all the time, don't you think? Doesn't it feel like things are just getting faster all the time? It is a good practice to step away. And I guarantee you, if you do not take it upon yourself to do that, the universe is going to provide you an opportunity to do that. You might miss an appointment. That could be a real easy one, right? Anyone ever miss an appointment? I have. But the universe may, if you're not listening, Offer it to you in other ways. Maybe a car accident or a major illness that is going to say, you must stop. Slow down. You move too fast. You got to make the moment last. <laughs> what is it that we think we're running to? Do we think we're running to a sense of security? If we do think that, well, it's a false sense. It's a false sensibility. Savor the experience of life as it is happening. 
That's being the maker. Savoring the experience of life as it is happening rather than gliding over it. There are some practical steps to do this. I've already kind of talked around them, but I'm going to get explicit with them. Number one, awareness. Stop and smell the flowers. Literally. Stop and how many, how many, how many people here, and I do want to raise a hand, see you raise your hands. How many people here actually take the opportunity to stop and smell the flowers? That's about half of you. Stop and smell the flowers. They're there for our delight. Enjoy it. Really, actually do this. Of course, we're kind of not in the season for flowers anymore. Um, But there's lots to engage in and allow our senses to be fully, fully informed and engaged by this thing called life. So step into active present moment awareness. Also, let go of judgment. Stop labeling things qualitatively. Stop labeling things. You know, in Hamlet, uh, there's a great line that always sticks with me. There is nothing good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Now, there's somebody who took his time considering all of his options. Didn't work out so well for him in the end. (laughs) But it can work out much better for you. (laughs) He definitely took his time. And in the Kenneth Branagh version, he took four hours to figure that out. (sighs) Awareness. Let go of the judgment. Be present. (laughs) Be present. Be present right where you are. In the way that I started today, when I asked, where are you right now? And I invited you to take this moment, this perfect opportunity to breathe into the experience of freedom. (sighs) Right now, in this moment, you are infinitely free. That's how I started. I didn't ask you to do it this way. Where were you? Or where will you be? be here. When we go into that, where were you? Or where was I? What was I thinking? Ever ask that? What was I thinking? Oftentimes that is rooted in the past. And the past is almost always going to lead us to regret because we can very easily regret the things from our past, can't we? Or where will I be? What's going to happen for me tomorrow, next year, 10 years from now? I don't know. A lot of anxiety that can come up from not knowing where we are going to be. You know what? You will never know what's going to come of the future. You don't actually know where you're going to be five minutes from now, although you can probably make a pretty good educated guess that you'll still be sitting here. (laughs) Most of you. It's an opportunity to give up regret, to give up anxiety entirely. And the way that we do that is to practice being in this present moment. Because in the present, as the presence, you cannot experience regret or anxiety. You can't if you're fully in it. When you slow down, you know what happens? The world slows down to accommodate. I just experienced this being in Canada. If you didn't know, that's where I went. I took the time 
to stop, to slow down. And when I realized that I was still keeping a pace, somebody reached out gratefully and said, maybe you need to stop doing your daily videos. And so I posted on Facebook, I've been gently invited by someone to not do my daily videos. And then I put it out to all of you. So what do you think I should do? Well, of course, the overwhelming response was, don't do your daily videos. You're on vacation. Slow down. So that's where all of this comes from. To allow ourselves the opportunity to slow down. That's truly being a maker. To be the maker, to feel the rush of our beingness, we would do well to stop rushing through our lives. When we open up to the awareness, we feel the rush. We must slow down. When we awaken to our infinite nature and slow the rush, we then become instruments of peace and truly awaken the world to its magnificence. Peace and blessings. You are magnificent. So if I were going to say what the uh, homework is today, what do you think it's going to be? Bingo. If you are new to our community, I offer homework every week, something for you to work on throughout the week. And today it is this. Take time each day to slow down and literally smell the flowers to allow ourselves to be the master, to be the maker. We must slow down that rush. Hi, this is Reverend Jonathan Zenz, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message. Your financial support will ensure that we can continue to offer this as an option for inspiration. You can make your tax-deductible contribution in any amount on our website, unitytucson.com. Once again, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Namaste.